You're listening to the Build Shaves Podcast, presented by Midco Sports Network. Winter may not appear to be slowing down anytime soon, but neither is Midco SN's coverage of the teams you care about, especially University of North Dakota hockey and basketball. For the biggest matchups in the regular season and during tournament time, keep it tuned to Midco Sports Network. This is how we do sports, and this is the Build Shaves Podcast. All right, welcome to episode 26 of the Build Shaves Podcast, taping this on a Monday morning, February the 11th. Producer David Polsky, Athletics Director Bill Shaves, I'm Alex Steiner, all in Bill's office, huddled up, ready for the warm spell that's supposed to hit this area. <laughs> Highs in the, it, when you get double digits and there's no negative sign in front, I, we'll take that, right? I mean, it's that's, exciting. that's not bad. It's exciting. The Some of the, uh, and I'll say, uh, folks that have been here uh, all their lives mm-hmm. it, it just have commented, you know, a little bit that this has been a tough winter. Yeah. This has been a tough one. That's this what is, you know. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are truly tough here, no doubt about it, but it, it, it's been chilly. It's been chilly. And plus, then, then on top of it, you're getting some snow pre- mm-hmm. uh, precipitation as well. So you, you're, getting bo- you're getting it from all angles. Uh, we, um, Mark Pearson, who is originally from Michigan, um, mm-hmm. former WDAZ uh, sports anchor, who's been helping us out a little bit doing silent reporting for some of the basketball games. Mark was joking with me the other day about how people in Michigan back home would give him a hard time because, oh, Grand Forks, it's so cold. And he would always say, well, at least we don't get the snow. And he said, this year, I haven't even been able to throw that back in their faces because it's just been a little more snow than we're used to up here. And more to come, I think, this week is what it's Usually, like. right, when it when you reach a certain temperature, it, it, I think it's hard for it to snow mm-hmm. to some degree. But boy, we've gotten we've gotten it a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I hey, it's going to make 70 degrees feel awesome. <laughs> that's right. It makes, it makes 40 degrees feel pretty good. 30. Well, that's true. Oh, man, it's amazing. Well, and, and so talking about, you know, of course, spring sports have kind of kicked yeah, in a little bit. Yes. And so softball goes to Vegas. And I, I don't think it's actually that was that warm there where they played but it must have felt great for our kids <laughs> I, it must have it, it yeah. must have been tremendous really yeah. i mean a little bit of an advantage against long beach state no, would be my guess sure. uh, and, in that regard and that maybe made a little bit of a difference maybe a, a great great win well, well let's just dive right in jordan stevens crew out in las vegas this past weekend um first regular season action first action period of course for the girls this season coming off a great win or great year last year they win 26 25 games mm-hmm. set a new school record uh, they lose a lot of great players. And yep. I think people kind of thought, well, maybe they'll take a little step back mm-hmm. this year in the Summer League. But they started off with the program's first ever win over a ranked opponent. Not a bad way to start off your season. Really, really, um, really amazing, to tell you the truth. And then, you know, again, we knew this was going to be a tough tournament. No question about it. Then Utah Valley got us. And Vegas pretty good, UNLV. They they really got us. And then we lost a heartbreaker to Southern Utah. And so, uh, but, you know, you, you, come out of, uh, you come out of Hislop where it's minus something yeah. and you just roll right onto the field and yeah. just say, Hey, basically go shoot par. Right. I mean, that's pretty much what it amounts to. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a neat win for, for the team and they'll, uh, they'll be on the road again. They'll be on the road a lot. Yeah. So that's how yeah. that will work. <laughs> they'll be on the road also, a lot. Also warmer climbs for the next couple of months, really mobile Alabama, the next yeah. site. So yeah. the Southern Alabama Jaguar invitational coming yeah. up this weekend, five more games. It, you know, it's one of those things, and I'm sure from your chair, trying to find that balance between getting these kids an opportunity to play. Obviously, you have to travel to do so, but also knowing, hey, you're going to be gone a lot over the course of your spring semester and planning academically how you make that work when you are leaving. Most most weeks probably on a Thursday, and you're kind of gone until yeah. Sunday. But 
normal normal stuff. Well, for don't these you girls. don't you think? I mean, to some degree, again, being a Division One athlete doesn't matter. Uh, you know, it, Division Two or Three, same, same same sort of deal to some degree. But 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 some of our programs, they really have to balance their life. And w- wow, does that give you an opportunity when you depart here? to be able to balance your life. And, uh, you know, you get into a career and uh, potentially you end up having family and all that type of stuff. Every, a lot of balls in the air. Yeah, you're used to multitasking. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you have athlete. to do it in probably not the most comfortable quarters. Yeah. So when you got something due or you have to get it done, you have to figure out how to do it either in the airport, on an airplane, uh, on a bus, something mm-hmm. to that effect. Well, good van, good life lessons. Yeah, wherever you wherever you are, <laughs> wherever you might be. Hopefully not in the dugout. Hopefully you're focused more on what's happening. But anyway, uh, <laughs> however that goes. however that works. That's right. Um, good stuff there. Again, great start to the season. Obviously, yeah, like I said, struggled the rest of the weekend, but to get that first big signature win and get a little confidence going into a weekend tournament coming up. Um, exciting stuff for Jordan Stevens and the softball team. Not the only spring sport that's underway. Tennis in action this weekend. Track and field setting all kinds of school yeah, records. Three, three different school records set this weekend. Yep. Um, pretty exciting. And with when, and the, la- the last regular season meet of the year, really, with the conference coming up shortly. Yep, it was good uh, all the way around. Yeah, kind of a, a mixed bag for uh, for tennis as well. But uh, um, so that was uh, that was good, and just got them off and going. They, you know, had a little bit of. Uh, I was just talking to uh, Coach Wynn, and he, you know, he's saying that the a uh, lot of a lot of travel issues. You know, both uh, all the way through, as you might imagine. You don't say. You don't say. <laughs> I know, going to Chicago. Yeah. You know, yeah. yikes. Um, so. Uh, Anyways, uh, they made it. They made it back. Mm. So that was uh, that was good, and they're in class doing their thing today. Um, I want to just finish up. So track and field, by the way, school records in the women's 3,000. Madison Overby breaking a 26-year-old school record from back in 93. Very cool stuff there. The 4 by 8 girls team set a new school record. And then Kylie Foster um, pole vaulted like 13 and a half feet or whatever that is in meters. It's a lot. It's high. It's high. Breaking their own school records. So cool to see some of those kids will have a chance to make some waves in the indoor championships for the Summit League coming up. And and then, you know, it's regionals, then it's nationals, and, and off we go. And away so, we go. I know. So congrats. I mean, it, it is neat when you uh, break a record that's uh, stood the test of time for over a quarter century. Neat. Yeah, pretty, pretty good, pretty pretty good cool stuff. stuff. Yep. Uh, on the court – uh, rivalry weekends this past weekend. Again, you know, some good, some bad. Of course, the women getting a split with North Dakota State and South Dakota State. The men dropping both. Both are still kind of in that. The, the win for the women was big because now they've sort of given themselves that breathing space between the bottom three. Yep. Now you're you're pretty you're feeling good about your spot as a top six. The opportunity now will come. Can we get up into the top five, top four? Can we be in that four or five matchup? And the games next week against Oral Roberts and the week following against Denver will have a lot to do with deciding where totally. they will land. Totally, yeah. I, you know, the men uh, knew we'd have our uh, work cut out for them uh, on Saturday in Brookings and uh, played a really good first half. And, one point uh, game at the break. One point game at the break. I, I know, you know, SDSU had not didn't make a three, and that obviously, uh, and partially because of our defense, right. and, mm-hmm. and, But you know, also they they missed they just missed shots. Um, but uh, yeah, the the NDSU game was tough. Uh, kind of a tough little three minute stretch, maybe, yeah. and that just kind of, um, you know, that that just uh, 
just didn't get us into a place to, to finish the game. So, yeah, it, you know, but again, we've got some we've got some big ones coming up here uh, at home that we've got to try to take care of business. Yeah, good opportunity for both the men and the women to have a full week of practice. No games yep. throughout the course of the week. Huge. And then a, a doubleheader Saturday against Oral Roberts. And these are two big swing games for both of these teams. Women's game is at 2 o'clock, the men at 7. Talk about the decision to sort of have that little gap. It's a doubleheader, but it's not a true doubleheader this week. Yeah, it's two gates, right? And so, you know, we we tend to always kind of wrestle around with this a little bit. But, you know, given the fact that folks have uh, their own seats, it always makes it a little bit trickier to have a true sure. doubleheader. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we just... Uh, we just decided that we, you know, we were going to go down this path this time. Not that we're opposed to, to, to true doubleheaders. We, we aren't, but it just becomes a little bit trickier from a game management standpoint. Sure, because you're season ticket holders. Of course, you're a season ticket holder for women's basketball. Do then you get kicked out <laughs> to go find another spot for the 30-minute gap between the women's game and the men's game if it was a true doubleheader. Yep. That's, that's where you're coming that's from. That's where I'm right? coming that's the from. Difficulty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, and so from this perspective, we just uh, – and again, I, I – Alex, we really hadn't been, uh, just because of the mirror scheduling in the big yeah. sky, we just hadn't been used to this a little bit. And so we, we wanted to kind of go through this uh, this schedule this year and then maybe take a look at it. And, uh, you know, I, I, again, I, I think, you know, SDSU, for the most part, had a true doubleheader. Correct. And so they made that choice. And so we're not opposed to it. I mean, we're, I, it's, you know, we're, we're going to, uh, you know, discuss it again and see what makes sense. And for us, a little bit, too, depends if hockey's at home. Right. And so you've got that piece of the puzzle. So all of those things we take into consideration when we see all the schedules lined up on a big wall. Yeah, because next weekend when Denver comes to town, it's a doubleheader. And this is a little – it's not a true, true doubleheader, but it's a little more. It's 11 o'clock for the women, I believe, and then it's 4 o'clock yeah, for the it's men. Yeah, it's a tighter – it's yeah, tighter. Yeah, tighter window between the two. Might even be 11 and 3. Or 11 and 3 o'clock, yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's a little bit tighter, but two two admissions again. And so uh, – but, you know, we're going to – we're going to – think this thing through a little bit and maybe uh you know maybe we'll change our course next year i don't know we'll get some feedback yeah, i think that's i think you've approached it well because like you said where south dakota state has been in this mold really for the last you know 14 years they kind of know okay this is kind of how the schedule works and this is sort of what works for us as you said we've never you and these not had this not problem but not this schedule really yep. since the d2 days now it's a completely different animal that you're trying to re- reconfigure and uh, you never had the the men and the women playing on the same day against the same day. Like it just wasn't even a well thing with the, with the, the hockey. Yeah. And with the hockey piece, yeah. I, I think we're trying to figure out how do you, you know, if someone wanted to do the back two thirds, the front yep. two thirds yeah. or all day, how does that work? And so, uh, you know, it, we, we'll, we'll take, you know, some people's suggestions though, as what, what, you know, uh, what they're thinking, but we'll put it all out there and see what, see what occurs. Yeah. A lot of different audience members. I think that's always, people always forget, you know, that you've got, a lot of different demographics that love these sports and love these teams. And it's tough to figure out that best path possible to sort of appease everybody and make it all. Well, I, you know, I've sat in some, some, uh, you know, uh, I'll call them meetings, if you will, with, with, with fans and, and, and just, you know, discussing various topics, right. Just, just going down, you know, almost playing moderator to some degree. And, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes you just let the fans speak to themselves and, and and, and really because they're very passionate about what they believe and is true until the person 180 degrees says something different as to the reasons why something may uh, work for them and it doesn't work for you. So good, good to have that dialogue. Hopefully people is. can keep an open. If people don't like the way things are, they can keep an open mind about it or at least voice some of those opinions. Totally. If, if they do like this schedule, 
you were just joking before we came on the air. You get a nice letter sometimes from people just outlying, hey, here's here's some here's a wish list. Here's about things. a dozen here's things. Some things. You know, feel free to speak up. That's right. Yep. Well, that's where we're at. Write your local congressperson and your athletic director. For- but I love the passion and I love yeah. the folks that um, are interested in, in providing those uh, that, that feedback. Because yeah. truth, truth be told, and, and those are the things where, you know, certainly social media or however, that those things can be really um, useful when you're, when you're, you know, hearing back from, from your fan base in regards to, because sometimes maybe some things are just completely lost on us. Yeah. I it could happen. I mean, I, our staff's pretty good about, you know, I think trying to figure out all of the various nuances to, mm-hmm. to, to putting on a game. Um, but at the end of the day, sometimes we get awesome suggestions from people. Yeah, for sure. So keep them coming, keep them coming. Men's hockey, by the way, on the road again this week, coming off a bye week. Uh, big opportunity at Western Michigan. Kind of, again, in this stretch against all these ranked teams, here's another chance to, to get a couple of wins on the road, which adds a little something extra in the pairwise against a team that's ranked in the top 10. Won't be easy. Western's 10-2-1 at home this season. They've won 12 of their last 16 going back to November. But the opportunity's there to keep climbing. We talked with Bradbury this morning, and he's optimistic. Again, guys are kind of getting healthy a little bit. Had a good week of practice. Looking forward to the challenge and the potential of what can come with a couple wins against the Broncos. Yeah, no doubt. It'll be a, a challenging place to play. Uh, you know, they've got a great home ice, so uh, we'll see what happens. But our guys are chomping at the bit. They know what's out in front of them. And, uh, you know, I know last week, again, we talked about it much like a, a football bye week in a sense. It, it feels like you haven't played in, in a long while. Yeah. But I'm sure our guys, you know, uh, it was good for them, you know, from a schooling standpoint, get refreshed, get the uh, batteries charged, and away we go. Things sort of worked out okay for UND this weekend where half the league was on by and now, now the other half will be on by this weekend. But the teams below them in the standings, nobody really made up any ground. St. Cloud State got five or six points against CC in a couple of games where the Tigers were winning in the third period and just kind of let it slip. And then Omaha and Miami split. So there really wasn't – nobody's creeping up to try and catch North Dakota and nobody in front of them really played except for the team at the top that's now 13 points clear of everybody so the basically it's kind of as you are you're you're yep. still in that same spot a couple points behind denver for home ice still with a pretty healthy lead over the rest of the pack now you got to go take care of business and try and make up some of that ground no doubt no doubt yep i just uh, that's kind of the way uh, it played out this week uh, although cc played pretty well i watched they did that's a good team i mean that's a good tiger team really good just didn't quite, just couldn't seem to. It was four to two in that uh, in the game on Saturday that they let slip away. I know, and, tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tough yep. one for the Tigers. So, yep. uh, so big one again. Western Michigan. It's unique because Kalamazoo's on, in Eastern Time and CBS has a doubleheader thing going on. So Friday night's game will be live on national television on CBS Sports Network, but at five thirty. So hustle home after work and, and get ready get get your dvr set if you can't quite make it back in time and then saturday will be a six o'clock tilt uh just on nchc.tv so a couple of chances to watch you in the inaction this weekend before they are back home for a big series coming up the following week against duluth got it yep it, it's, it's it's all great stuff yeah no eight eight to finish uh the regular season and uh you know it's uh, it's out in front of us we know we know what needs to be done yeah well it's it's as you said Every week, another opportunity. That's right. This is the chance again to try and get back on the right foot. So good chances here. Um, a couple things kind of outside of the UND realm of sports, but certainly in, inside college athletics that affects UND. David Folsky pointed out to me this weekend, you had a couple of interesting tweets kind of just about graduate, the, the, 
the the term graduate transfer or graduate student and what it means to actually graduate. And my favorite part about this, it was kind of a three-part thing, and I won't read through everything because, you know, you have Twitter, you can look it up. But um, the last tweet for Bill, amazingly, after 30-plus years in the business, I still have no idea what the definition of graduation is, much like figuring out what it catches. Life is funny, again, in my opinion. And it is, and that's, I think, a very well-put little phrase there i have to make sure that again it's my opinion and Mm -hmm. we and i can have an opinion (laughs) so more than more than you're right well i I make it you know it just sometimes are just interesting and i don't pretend to know everything and i have just my opinions of having been through all of this and you know and and truly I, i mean i've seen enough um you know occur over the last let's just say few years that you know has kind of made me rethink some things. And, and sometimes there's an assumption that I know something as far as, let, let's just use graduation. It's like, you know, we've gotten to a place now where um, graduate programs start at any point in time during the semester. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if people are tracking on that. You technically can sort of graduate at any point in time as long as you get the approval from certain folks, which you know, I find that interesting as well. And I'm not saying not good or bad. I just want to make sure that the rules of engagement are very clear for everybody. And, you know, it's funny how the catch has kind of gone backwards a little bit (laughs) because we used technology to a point and then we really got balled up and we, it was, we were making a football move. It was, Mm -hmm. it was wiggling a little bit. And, you know, I mean, sometimes you just want to go back into the backyard and say, you know what? We used to know what a catch was yeah. and let's just start there. And, yeah. you know, to me, graduation used to be, okay, there, you have three different graduation times during the year, potentially spring, summer, and, uh, in winter. Right. I mean, that, that's kind of how it goes for most schools. Now, maybe other schools it's different, but you know, you either kind of have taken care of business and you're done or you're not. And so, but the other piece, Alex is, you know, right now is is the other one that's interesting to me that's out there is kind of the four sports that currently right now, the basketballs, hockey and football, you've got the year in residency rule. Well, we seem to be getting a number of now waivers that are occurring so that you don't have to sit the year. And I think it's put the NCAA in an, uh, like just an impossible position to some degree because once you open the door for mitigating circumstances as to the reasons why you get to play right away versus you don't, I just think it makes it really, really difficult. I'm almost thinking like, how can we make it more, just simpler? Can we just simplify it to some degree? You get your four years, but if it's going to take you six years, it takes you six years, Mm -hmm. but everyone sits out a year, maybe. But then there's other sports that have never had the year in residency rule. So you have the one-time transfer exception in certain other sports. So, like volleyball, for example. Yeah, you yep. could just go. And, you know, again, I, I, I don't know. It just it, – what, what makes it difficult right now is that I'm not sure anyone really knows why something was denied and why something was okayed. And I, th- I find that to be really hard. That's why I almost want to simplify it back again. So in 1906, why was the NCAA born? It was because there was deaths in college football. That was the reason why it occurred. It was the flying wedge. There were deaths. A hundred and some odd years later, we still have you know issues that we need to worry about from a student-athlete safety standpoint. That should always be A number one. It's why the association was born. So then secondarily, I would say, it's probably to run championship events. 
other than that, I'm not sure what else we're doing. Yeah. I think it's those two things. And so, and we've gotten kind of all sort of, um, I don't know, we've gone a lot of different directions right now. And I think as we're sitting here, I, I don't know necessarily whether or not something's going to get approved or not approved. So you send it in and you figure it out and away you go. And so it's kind of a long answer, Alex, to saying, <laughs> you know, I'm just, as yeah. I continue to read things around the country, it's just, it's, it's very fascinating. Some of these thoughts from Bill, by the way, were kind of spurred on a little bit this weekend with uh, from a couple of different levels. We were watching Gonzaga basketball and Gino Crandall's, you know, playing for the Zags uh, in a game against St. Mary's, which I think I was watching the other night as well, which was on ESPN. Uh, and then Gage Gubert, who, of course, was an Eastern Washington quarterback from your old school that officially grad transferred over to Washington State and is is good to go. And just kind of that that kind of balance of figuring out, you know, how. Not, 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 that, not that those specific cases are wrong or illegal or shouldn't, shouldn't have been ruled the way nope, they were, nope. but it just makes you think, and you think about, well, these situations are both very, very different to sort of they're interesting. And oranges, but it's interesting. interesting situations. And, yeah. it's, and, and there are a myriad of these playing oh, out across the country, especially with signing day last week. Yep. You saw a lot of that coming up with national. Well, the transfer portal too is, um, you know, I, you, I think. I think the, the Division One Council and the NCA knew that when this occurred, it was going to open up a whole different level of, oh, conversation. And, you know, and so, yeah, I, I just think, um, I think in some ways it's great because there's transparency to some degree. And I always found it a little weird anyways when I first got into this. Like if a student athlete wanted to transfer, they had to get my permission right and yeah. it's like yeah but the majority of times when that person came in he or she already had made their mind up to want to go and and so it was kind of like one of those well so now what do you want to do yeah i mean so so that was it was kind of weird and so that got that got kind of changed i just don't know you know where we're at with some things right now i just when you're recruiting or it feels as if you know certain um and again, maybe this will never change. And maybe it's always been this case, but maybe it was always sort of behind the scenes. It feels like, you know, potentially you're getting recruited. Your student athletes are getting recruited off of your programs to other schools. And it just seems weird that way. It leaves a weird taste in your mouth when there's, you know. Seems weird. A little, a little bit. Um, it's like a, that gentleman. Okay, so there's the gentleman's agreements in college hockey right now where you you know, kids are verbal when they're 15 mm -hmm. and you don't really touch those recruits if some, if they've already verbaled someplace else, like that's kind of what's in place. But even that now is sort of being looked at and, you know, Josh Fenton of the NCHC is kind of leading the charge a little bit and saying, Hey, is this even, is this even a good thing anyway? Like, are we, why are we, why are we doing this so early? And kids are having to make up their minds and programs are trying to commit kids when they are you know, six, seven years away from really joining your program. But it's tough and, because of the CHL. Exactly. So there's the flip side. You've got, you know, major juniors in Canada that wants to grab these kids. So I, there, there are, I mean, every sport is unique and there are so many things going on. But I, it's interesting that these conversations, I think, are happening across the NCAA, across sports, because every sport is a little bit different. There's so many sports and there's so many nuances and uniqueness to each sport that it's, it's one of those, you know, it, it's just sometimes... Um, you're lucky if you can put something in across the board yeah. that doesn't have, you know, interesting nuances for yeah. a specific sport. And it's just, it's, it's not easy uh, at all, but yeah, I, I just, um, you know, I, I, I'll say this, I'm a proponent, a big time proponent. Should you have graduated? And here's the last thing I'll say about graduates is this, 
many students are coming in now with a lot of AP credits. And there was the proliferation of summer school that occurred over the course of time, let's just say the last 10 years. Well, what's occurred is student athletes clock, they have a year left by the time they graduate. That's just the case. And if I think you break the tape and you've graduated and you have a year left, I think you should be able to go somewhere and go play somewhere. I really do. I, that I have no issue with. I just want to know the rules of engagement. That's it. I just want to know the rules of engagement. If I know the rules, I'm your biggest supporter biggest supporter so there you go there you go good no that's good stuff i think that most people would agree with that i think it's just it's this you know kind of this cloak of secrecy of of not and not the cloak of insurity too you don't really know exactly when every case is sort of different and what yeah like you said if you got a good lawyer you have a great opportunity of winning your case sometimes if it's a little bit on the yeah i mean i've read some things you know where you know again i we we've we, because there's so much interest in, in, in collegiate athletics, we tend to, you know, you, you try to put something in place and then two or three other things, it's like whack-a-mole yeah, pop up, pop up. Mm-hmm. you know, and then, and, and so you, you kind of try to whack that mole and all of a sudden two more pop up and, and then a cottage industry is formed yeah. and we have been awesome at providing opportunities for cottage industries. Uh, whack-a-mole was never my favorite. I always liked, I was really good at it. Well, I could, I could see 15, that, yeah. 15 in our, you have to get 15. Mm. Because really, if you don't get 15 for 15, you're going to lose. Right. Against <laughs> a really good whack-a-mole player. Sure, sure. I mean, if you get to 17 to 20, I mean, just, yeah, yeah forget just it. forget about it. It's like, oh. you know, talking to you about EPL in a sense that, talk to me first. If you can, <laughs> if, if I can answer your questions, don't go to Alex. Don't waste Alex time. Don't waste it. <laughs> Oh man, we used to have a uh, at the arcade that we used to go to as kids in Rapid City, South Dakota, at uh, the Rushmore Mall. They didn't have whack a mole because you, you didn't have the mallet, but you, they had this um, angry cro- crocodile game where like oh. the cro- it was same concept where you'd have crocodiles were like in their swamp and they would like come out and you'd have to like tap them on the head. Oh, and then they would send they'd go back in, and at one point, and so you'd do really well because they would go like a couple at a time and you, you could use both hands. It, it was you know. Oh, whatever. You know, you're moving, moving quick. And then the crocodile would always say, now I'm angry. And then like they would all come out and you could never keep up. And my brother and I, and my sister, or my sister and I, we used to like te- double team. So you'd yes. do it at the same time and you'd win more tickets. That was our childhood. It's about really. the tickets. It was, it was about, it's the, about tickets, the tickets really at the end of the yes. day. Yes, it was. So, yes. And this is, a <laughs> you know what I find funny? I, I'll say this, this is about the tickets too. Well, um, and again, I, there, there's a, a I think a, a chain restaurant that, that, uh, has a lot of this that goes on. Let's just say there. So we, I don't think they're a sponsor. So we'll just keep there. But I think I think kids actually. I've watched them. I think they like to actually put the tickets in like the ticket machine that counts them. Yeah, that's actually kind of fun. It's like a it's sort of like a kid, maybe a eighteen month old gets a present, really likes the paper in the, the box. Paper. Yeah, yeah. This they actually they just like mm-hmm. feeding mm-hmm. feeding the machine. So there you go. It's kind of a, a spot where you get to see, you know, you see how much you've earned. That's yes. the, the anticipation of, oh, did I get 30 tickets? Did I get 60? Yes. And then what can I get with that? And you can get a Chinese figure trap. That's, that's that exactly. Minutes. That's oh. right. Or sugar, some sort that's, of sugar. That's exactly true. Yes. Yes. Right? A little Laffy Taffy. Yes, sir. That's right. Or the little <laughs> tubes of just basically yeah, straight the, the sugar. Pix, the pixie sticks. Just yes. straight sugar. <laughs> Just straight sugar. There We're you go. Not even, not even disguising We're it. We're not like, disguising no, it. Literally just colored sugar is what, yes. you're, is what you're eating. Yes. Man. Oh, it is Valentine's Day coming up, so it's oh, good that we're thinking about this. Make sure, that's right, Thursday. Make sure that you, if you're listening still at this point in time, thank you. 
<laughs> and make sure that you do something for Valentine's Day. Oh, I should ask you, what are you doing? Do you guys have a typical Valentine's Day thing, you and your wife? What's what's kind of what's what's the typical? I suppose you're probably on the road, or there's I'm going to be in Kalamazoo. Yeah, so uh, there you go. So I'll call her and say Happy Valentine's Day, and she'll do the same. So. Although we're heading to year 25 of marriage, so that's good. It's worked out so far. It's worked out. Every day is Valentine's Day, There Alex. you go. That's right? the right Every answer. Every yes. day is Valentine's yes. Day. Smart man. That's how you get to a quarter of a century. That type of mindset. Making that's a it. choice every day. That's Every it. day is Valentine's Day. Every day good. is Valentine's good, Day. Good, good, good. Lots of love. Lots of love to all of you out there, to you and your sweetheart. You're wearing a pink shirt today, too. I, I just, yeah. I, Very much into the Valentine's we're the, we're the, we're Day the spirit. spirit. I love it. I'm all about the love, Phil. Okay. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Oh, anything else you'd like to touch on? Obviously, we've already sort of skewed into random yep. conversation, but um, yeah, anything else sticking out in your mind from an UND perspective, from an NCAA perspective? You know, next week we'll do our pod on, we'll record on Tuesday because I'll be actually at Missouri Valley Football yes. Conference meetings. And so uh, the MVFC uh, does their year-end sort of debrief uh, on President's Day. So uh, be shooting down there. Sue Geno, uh, Bubba, and I will uh, down and back, down and back on the same day, Chicago. So uh, we'll go there. And uh, it's great, actually, for us to be able to – I appreciate um, Patty uh, allowing us being around yeah. the table and mm -hmm. just hear some of the things that are going on. And, you know, we're going to kind of do two things in the officials' meetings. We'll, we'll, do, uh, we'll do Big Sky stuff this year because – Obviously, still playing the Big Sky schedule, mm -hmm. quote unquote, and then going into the uh, Valley in the twenty. Yeah, exciting that that's even though it's still a year away, but it's fun to think about. It's great that, that we're just we're just about there. And I think, by the way, when you think about UND joining the summit and how fun it's been, yeah, you know, it really has been great. It's been this great. Year. I, I really yep. have enjoyed. I think I think fans would agree. It's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun, and I think to know that football is going to be joining that group again really soon is, great. is exciting. I think yep. for everybody, it's awesome. Too. Good, just around the corner. Uh, also, just around the corner, by the way, as we spin the record over to the B side here, uh, Champions League's back this week, Bill. Champions League is back. Your team is coming off a big 3-1 win against Leicester. You're rolling four straight wins in the Prem. You're still right there, three-team title race. And now you get to jump into that, that temptress that is European football once more against Borussia Dortmund uh, at home, quote-unquote home, at 2 o'clock on TNT on Wednesday. How you feeling, Bill, going into this one? Gonna be a tough one without Deli Alley and Harry Kane. Yeah. I just think it's tough. But Suns played great. I tell you what, he's given them at least some offense back. You know, truly, what you've been indicating to me, it's really going to be about how how they can play defense. Truly, I, I I'll be interested to see um, how this turns itself out. I think it's going to be a challenge. The way the way they're playing, Dortmund's playing, <laughs> it could be tough. But you know what? They've really got nothing to lose right now. They, they made it out of the group stage by the skin of their teeth, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. really. Uh, miracle. 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 Mir miracle. So at the end of the day, you know what? They should just go and just have some fun with it, to yeah. tell you the truth. It's actually been a pretty good year, given all the various things that have occurred to them. Not getting into their stadium, not purchasing a player for the last three years. Yeah. Um, just, you know, I mean, and, and some injuries yeah. coming off the World Cup. Yeah, which has sure. been tough. So, so check, check, check. They've done okay. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not thinking um, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a lot of expectation, but I'm also anxious to see how they're going to play. It's nice that you get... Okay, so a couple things. Form has been good. Yep. Four straight wins. Yep. People are feeling good. Like you said, goals are coming in. It was a three to one. You kind of had a lot of these one nothing. 
you know, 2-1, kind of these tight KG wins. This one felt a little more this weekend against Leicester. I know the third goal didn't come until late, but, you know, it was, it was a good performance, comprehensive performance. Yeah, but they, they had to stop a penalty kick. That's true. That's a good point. Which I would have asked you the question. I felt, I don't know if you know much about that penalty kick, and I don't know if I would have done this. Jamie Vardy, who's maybe their best player, or at least I'd say so. I would say yeah. you would consider if you know something about Leicester and what they did a few years ago. Their highest profile player. Okay, yeah. is that fair? I would He's say so. He's on the English yeah. team, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. So, did not start. Mm-hmm. Okay, which. I don't know the reason why. Sometimes that happens because they're, I don't know, thinking through maybe he's played a lot in a row. I, I don't know the answers to that. They end up getting taken down in the box, mm-hmm. and there's about, uh, let's just say, a half hour left in the match. He was coming in, and he went straight to take the sure. PK, yeah. and he didn't get it done. Mm-hmm. They, but he did score while he was in there in the 30 minutes. But I just kind of felt like that. You know, you almost want someone that maybe is on the field a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit? A little bit. It, it, I would say that's a really unique situation. Like, that's not something that yeah. ever happens. That I'm not sure I've ever cold. seen it. Yeah. It's um, when he's your designated penalty taker, though. Totally. You know, that's kind of I, I, who I you to- go to. I totally get it. And it is... It's a t- it's a tough that's a tough deal to sort because it's kind of the balance of the two things. You got someone that now the first touch of the ball they're going to have first one a dead ball opportunity and it's a penalty kick situation. But he's also the guy that does this all the time for you and has great success. He's yep. a, he's a talented yep. penalty taker and yep. so you know I don't I don't mind it. It's, and, and, and it's you, weird. It never happens. And, so. and it's and when you miss, you're always going to get second guessed. Yeah, for sure. And, and so so if if he doesn't take it and they miss, then they're going to get second guessed that way too. So you're <laughs> only lose lose. It's a lose lose unless he makes it. That that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, all that to be said, they, they, you know, I, truth be told, and I know we were talking about the Chelsea match beforehand. I I just don't think Tottenham has has the gear to to, to 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 jump Man City and Liverpool. I, I'd rather have the separation from three to four. That's at least what I said to my son this weekend. I, I, I'd go. prefer to be up three, nine points than have it you know, Chelsea kind of sneaking <laughs> it's down. A little closer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I disagree with you from a Liverpool perspective. I was really hoping Chelsea would be able to. It's still, a, it's still those two. It's <laughs> yeah. still those two. Uh, um, you do get, you do get Chelsea, by the way, in the league coming up in a couple of weeks, couple, couple big games coming up, Arsenal and Chelsea kind of back to back for your team in the league. But again, uh, you still have Liverpool coming up at the end of March. But, uh, yeah, fun, fun match against Borussia Dortmund. If you're new to this whole thing, listeners out there, it's it's a home-and-home. Home. It's the round of 16 now in the Champions League, all the best teams from Europe. Dortmund right now is the best team in Germany. They're five points up on Bayern Munich, who Liverpool coincidentally play next week in the Champions League. Uh, home and away. So you start in London, and then you'll travel to Dortmund uh, in two weeks' time or so, or three weeks' time, whenever it is, March and, the 5th. And away so, goals are gold. Away goals are huge. So this this is the big thing. When You kind of want to play home second. That's usually the advantage. And because Spurs finished second in their group, they have to host first, and then they'll go on the road. So Dortmund sort of know what they have to do at home yep. in the return leg. It's like the bottom of the ninth. It's a little bit. It's a sen- a That's exactly bit. what it is. Yep, exactly. So you get to hold serve you know, yeah. second. So it's... um. And if you win three nothing at home, well, obviously life is good. Life's I mean, great. at that point, but still phenomenal. You know. Keeping a clean sheet's the big thing. If, if you if you draw nil nil, you know what? That's actually pretty good because then all you just need is a one nothing result on the road, or any type of win on the road, yep. or any type of scoring draw, and you're through. Yep. Because an away goal counts for a little bit more. Borussia Dortmund, by the way, is the team of Christian Pulisic at least for the next 
couple months before he moves on to Chelsea. So American superstar. Uh, yeah. So it'll be fun to watch. The future of the game. CK and then who, do, who yeah. does Liverpool have? So we get Bayern Munich. So this is the team that traditionally has oh. been the best German team that has been so-so this year. And this is a this is a match that I think Liverpool feel good about. I mean, you're hosting the first match, which again is not great, but they're technically the underdogs in this game, which is great. I, I love their chances. I think, uh, is Mueller out too? I think Mueller's he's been, out. Yeah, he's been in and out the whole season. A lot of their team, their team has gotten older. The, kind of the Munich team really? that was so, so good re- in recent years. They've bought, they always, <laughs> the, Byron basically are the Yankees from like 20 years ago yep. where you would just sort of pick off the other good, well, and the Red Sox to some extent, pick off the other good players in the AL East and slowly just, you just, you keep rolling in superstars and you just always have the best team that there is. And the, the buys they've had in recent years have just not quite been as good as normal. And their older core is sort of never really been phased out. I mean, this is a team that Franck Ribéry, who was a great player like 10 years ago, is still an important player for them, which is kind of unthinkable, really. And um, they're still a very good, very dangerous team. But I like our chances. And that's next week coming up. So Okay, so you're next week. We're next week. Yep. So, so at it's this, like half and at half, this right? Stage, yep, half and half. So they play yep, half the games. There'll be two games on Tuesday, two on Wednesday this week, and then two on Tuesday, two on Wednesday next week. Um, and hopefully, I haven't looked yet. Turner uh, Sports has taken over the contract from Fox. Didn't love the group stage coverage from Turner Sports. Yep. Odd choices. Putting weird games on Bleacher Report Live. It was weird. And I just was it, that yeah. to try to get folks um, uh, signed up. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's just a deal, but it's just you're not helping yourself. I don't know. I think you'd want to at least like show that you have a good product a little bit before you start doing totally. that. Totally. Letting um, what's <laughs> goodness. Letting Steve Nash and Stu Holden do play by play in that Barcelona Tottenham game when it was a really important game, and neither of them are are play by play people. It just they've made a lot of weird choices. So. Whatever. Anyway, it, the soccer will be good. So check it out this week. It's good stuff. Be good. Champions League's always the best. The anthem gets you going, and then it'll just, be fun. Oh, it's great. It's good stuff. So <laughs> we got um, love it. We <laughs> we're singing. This pod really went off the rails right yes. after we started talking about whack a mole, and I just I didn't help it. <laughs> That's okay. No, it's all good. It's all we're gonna keep that in. Oh man, okay, take that out, dude. Please, please take that out. Um, Big week coming up. Excited. Uh, not a lot of home events, of course, coming up this week for UND perspective. But again, get out and support on Saturday. The big doubleheader in the Betty against Oral Roberts for both men's and women's basketball teams. Second to last, the penultimate weekend of the basketball season in terms of home games. Yep. Hockey on the road. Again, catch those games on national TV on Friday and on nchc.tv on Saturday. Bill? A couple other, couple other ones. Women's tennis is home oh, of course. at 1130. And nice. then uh, indoor track, I think, is uh, got a final tune-up as well. So uh, so if you want to get to uh, the High Performance Center, uh, certainly you could see some good performances there as well. Good opportunities still to check out these teams. Get out. It's going to be nice this week. Get out. Enjoy the warm weather. Yes. <laughs> Love it. In quotes. That's awesome. Right. Big thanks, as always, to our producer, David Volsky, for Bill Chaves. I'm Alex Hunter. Thanks again for listening. Hey, we'll chat again next week. Happy Valentine's. Mm-hmm.